The fuck going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jeremiah Justin Riley, back at it again with The Journey. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about why you should not go after these bum-ass bitches. Look, if you are a dude and you go after a bum bitch, she is not going to help you succeed. You need to be with a girl who's going to support you. Ain't that right, babe? Mm-hmm. Damn right. <laughs> the fuck going on everybody shit man i'm so fucking hyped up for this shit this is the first episode of the journey man fuck bro i'm fucking hyped up for this shit i've been waiting a long time to fucking make this shit so you know let's just jump into this so for those of you guys who don't know my name is jeremiah justin riley and um, like I said before, you are tuning into the journey, and this is a podcast centered around helping individuals improve their finances, their mindset, and also their well-being. So um, before I get started, I just really just want to thank everybody for listening. Like it really means a lot, you know. So you might be asking yourself, what can we expect to hear from this nigga? Well, I can definitely tell you guys this. I am by no means a social media guru or fake flexor, okay? I'm just a simple guy who is following a path to become financially free, you know? And I honestly feel like on my journey, I have learned so much, but I still have um, a lot to learn. And um, a lot of people look at me when I say certain things about money, about finances, about your mindset, and they look at me like I'm speaking a fucking different language they look at me like i'm you know talking about rocket science but the truth is is that it's really not you know what i mean like learning these skills you know really isn't you know uh the the hard part because the, the information is out there you know it may seem hard but you have to realize that in school we were never taught these skills and You know, we were never taught how to be financially free or even how to make an extra source of income. So you guys have to understand that, you know, oftentimes when, you know, you aren't taught something and the information is first being exposed to you, you're going to think that, oh, my God, this is so hard. And trust me, I was there. I know how that feels. But I'm here to tell you that, you know, what you need to do in order to become financially free um, you know, really isn't hard. You just have to be willing to um, learn the information and also uh, apply um, the information. So on today's uh, episode, um, I'm going to be giving just, you know, an intro to the podcast. I'm going to also going to be talking about what got me to this point and also what are the top five biggest lies that school and society would tell you. Are you guys ready? You sure? Okay, let's hop into this shit. So you guys have to understand that in order not to be average, you must do the opposite of what everybody else is doing, you know, and I really, again, like I I just really want to emphasize to you guys that, you know, 
what you guys can expect to hear from this podcast is it's it's value based you know so i'm going to be providing the best value that i can the best information you know that i can and i just really just want to reiterate this point because i feel like in the age of social media in the age of instant gratification and social media gurus you know it's important to really get reliable information and i'm not gonna lie i have been like a, a deer in the headlights okay and i didn't know what the fuck to do and i wish that i would have had a mentor or a peer to lead me down the right path and so again guys like i'm gonna jump into the content into a second just bear with me but I'm going to share with you guys conversations that I had with people, research that I've done, and also books that I have read over the course of the whole season of this podcast, right? So you guys are going to be getting, you know, the best information that I could possibly find myself. And I'm also going to be bringing other people onto the podcast, you know, just to talk about finances, mindset, and your well-being, because you guys have to realize we're all in this together. Okay, so come with me. And take this journey to not only improve your finances, but your mindset and your well-being. All right, you guys excited? Okay, enough of the mumbo jumbo. Let's get into it. So you might be asking yourself, that all sounds good, but who is Jeremiah? Now, some of you guys may remember me as the guy who looked like a shaved goat whenever I would get a haircut in middle school. Or maybe that crazy nigga, you know, in eighth grade who like stole the mic you know, from from uh, from the talent show or maybe all my cooning shit, you know, in high school. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've come a long way, you know, um, but I still be doing some coon shit. Just ask my girl. <laughs> but um, my story really starts um, in high school. So after my freshman year, I really started to think about, OK, what am I going to do? with my life you know what do I really want to do how do I want my future to be and I had a ton of options that people were trying to tell me they were trying to tell me hey go to the military go to a trade school but to be honest that really wasn't for me that really wasn't my thing and those are completely great options so what didn't work for me might actually work for you um you know but even as a young naive high schooler you know I knew that I wanted to make money (laughs) And I knew that I wanted to live a comfortable life. So let me know if this sounds familiar. Get good grades, go to school, get a a degree, and get a job. So that all sounds great until you realize that, you know, it's not, you know, full reality. Why? Because college is not a straight shot to success. Remember what I said about not being average? And how you must do things that most of the population isn't doing? Well, let me tell you guys this. I'm not anti-college. In fact, I'm in school right now. So I'm currently getting my associates in business administration. And then I plan to transfer and major in business administration with a concentration in marketing. And also get my minor in computer information systems. So let me start off by saying this. School kind of has given me the basic skills that are going to benefit me, you know, in the future when I do grow my business. And some of these skills have been, you know, making a business plan and doing basic accounting. However, most of my schooling hasn't given me the skills that I need to excel in marketing. And I talk about marketing a lot because that's really what I'm into. And that's really, you know, kind of what I'm learning about and what I know. But I would be willing to bet that 
it is pretty much the same across like all majors like you are learning shit that really isn't going to help you in your desired field you know what i know about marketing comes from my own research you know and sometimes i say you know what the fuck mjc why the fuck am i taking all these bullshit prerequisites that aren't going to serve me in the future you know and so i was reading this one article on forbes business and you guys can do your own research because that's one thing that i also do stress on this podcast don't take everything that i say as fact because i am not a licensed financial advisor or anything like that i'm just a guy providing you the information that i know the information that i have done research on but do your own research and apply it because like i said before you know I'm not, I'm not, you know, a financial expert or anything like that. And also, you know, what may have worked for me may not work for you and vice versa. You know, what worked for you may not work for me. We all come from different circumstances, different backgrounds, you know, so just keep that in mind. But I was reading this one article on Forbes Business and it said that um, many college graduates struggle to find jobs upon graduating and aren't equipped with the skills needed to thrive in their given field. So what I've come to realize is that school doesn't, you know, teach you how to think, but they teach you, you know, um, what to think. I'm going to say that again. School does not teach you how to think, but what to think, you know. And so in the real world, you know, you don't ha- you, you have to know more than, you know, like whatever it is you're going into. Like if you want to get a high paying job in your field, you know, you have to know things that school didn't teach you. OK, like school doesn't teach us how to market ourselves to a potential employer. They don't teach us how to negotiate. OK, negotiation is a great school to have because you can negotiate anything from a salary increase to a promotion. Um, conflict resolution, you know, school really doesn't teach us how to, uh, resolve conflicts like adults. And sometimes you have to realize that you can't go into someplace guns blazing. Okay. You have to know how to take a step back and work out your problems like an adult. Okay. And that is something that, you know, I have kind of had to learn too, because it's easier said than done. You know, someone throws some shade your way, someone disrespects you and you want to fucking kick their teeth in. Okay, but you have to realize that sometimes you can't just do that. Sometimes, you know, you really have to take a step back and analyze the situation and come with some conflict, you know, uh, resolution there. Um, you know, school is so far behind in education. You know, it's just it just amazes me that not only don't they teach us the technical skills, but They also don't teach us the soft skills that I was mentioning before that would not only benefit us in the workplace, but could also benefit us as human beings and, you know, really make the world better. Because I think that that's one thing that, you know, we should do. We should we as human beings have an obligation to make the world better. Okay, and, you know, in order to do that, you know, we need to know, you know, what skills that we need to have. You know, we need to know how to communicate. We need to know how to talk to each other. Um. You know, staying on this whole uh, thing about college, because I know that there's a lot of you guys who and girls, you know, a lot of you guys and girls who are currently in college right now. Right. And so I spent a lot of time, you know, talking about this, you know, but 
Um, you have CEOs from Elon Musk to Tim Cook to Mark Zuckerberg. And they have stated time and time and time again that for certain positions in their companies, you don't need a degree. So that right there is telling you, like, hey, if the biggest guys in, you know, the marketplace who have these billion dollar year companies are saying, hey, you don't need to invest all this time and money in order to, you know, work here. That should tell you that getting a college degree is not, you know, a straight shot to to success. Now, yes, you might have to get certain certifications, but you know, then again, you know, you, you just have to realize, you just have to really analyze your situation and you really have to say, is college the right thing for me and do I want to do it? Okay, so I'm going to be talking about more about school in the next episode, actually, because if, if I talk about, you know, just strictly school right now, it can it's going to eat up a lot of time. And I really want to get more into the content with you guys. So that's going to be episode two. So let's go back um, to my story in high school. Right. So I fell into, you know, the whole mindset of, oh, I have to, you know, get accepted to a four year straight out of high school or else basically my life is over. So what did I do? I took a whole bunch of AP and honors courses, you know, because I thought that's that's what I needed to do. And I actually did get accepted into SF State and East Bay. However, the reason why I chose to go to MJC was just because my financial situation at the time wouldn't have allowed me to go to SF State, you know, or East Bay. But looking back, you know, at those AP and honors courses, I mean, honestly, you know, people have different opinions on them, but I just feel like they just didn't do shit for me. They they, they really didn't. You know, and, and if, if I could go back in time, I would just take college classes concurrently, you know, and, and just do it that way. Because I feel like, you know, you actually have a greater chance of your college credits actually transferring and you actually learning some shit, you know. Whereas, you know, this is just my opinion, but a lot of those AP and honors teachers, like, were just fucking trash. I mean, unless you had fucking, um, what was his name? Unless, unless you had, like, the old-ass nigga next to Mr. Campbell, Mr. Campbell himself, and Miss Lombardi, and a few other teachers, a lot of them AP and honors courses just weren't shit. And that's just my opinion. We can agree to disagree, you know? Um, but when I started at MJC... I could tell that the professors, like, while they were good-hearted people, they necessarily didn't have my best interests at heart. Why? Because, you know, they weren't really equipping me the skills for marketing. And it's a multi-sided issue. Sometimes it's the professors, sometimes it's the school, but I always felt like they just really didn't have my best interests at heart. You know, they were talking about old marketing tactics, like, you know, using newspapers and, and billboards, you know instead of actually talking about the current state of marketing, which is digital. So, you know, you need to know how to run ads on fucking Facebook, on Google, on Instagram. You need to know how to do SEO. You need to know how to do brand recognition. You, you, need, you need to know how to do public relations with people. And they just weren't, they just weren't teaching us those skills. And so, like I said before, I started doing my own self-education and I learned more about marketing in a month than two whole semesters at MJC. So when you are going to school, 
You know, a lot of people ask you, you know, where you're going to school, but they fail to ask you why you're going to school. And the truth is, is that nobody can answer that, you know, except you. Ask yourself, really, why am I in school? Is it because I want to impress my family? Is it because I want to impress my friends? Is it because I want to, you know, add some type of validation in my life? If you're going to school for any one of those reasons, you need to just get the fuck out and just reassess your life. Okay, if you're if you're going uh, to school right now, you know, make sure that that is something that you absolutely 100% want to do, because if you don't, Honestly, what's the point of being someplace if you really don't even want to be there? If, if you're really not even going to take it seriously at that point, you're just holding up somebody else's spot, you know, so really just ask yourself that big why and also do your own research while you're in college and while you're out of college and don't take everything that your professors say as fact, you know, because I know a lot of the times we see a lot of these people, these professors they're teaching a certain topic and we think oh my god they're an expert but just really do your own research because you could find you know information that contradicts them and another thing that you have to remember is there's a difference between being certificated versus being educated just because you have a degree doesn't mean that you know it all and and I'm not trying to say you know drop out or anything like that but what I am trying to say is just you know You really have to do your own research and stand out from the competition because you have to understand there are hundreds of thousands of people with the same degree as you. And so if you really want to stand out from the competition and if you really, you know, don't want to be average and excel in your chosen field, you have to go out and do your own self-education. You have to get a mentor. You know what I'm saying? You have to start that idea that, you know, you've always wanted to start, but you were just too pussy to start it because most people ain't out here starting ideas. They're just doing the school thing. You know what I mean? So go ahead and do things that are going to set you apart from the competition because your goal, like your main goal in life should be financially free. Like if you're just chasing money, just just to chase money, you're doing it all wrong. You know, money is the vehicle that leads to the ultimate freedom in your life because the more money that you get, the more time that you are able to have. You know what I mean? So, and and a lot of people, you know, really like confuse the two, like having a whole bunch of money and, and, and being, you know, financially free. You know, a a lot of people, you know, need to understand that, you know, even though, yes, like I said before, money is the vehicle that can lead you to financially financial freedom. You have to understand that, you know, in order to really be financially free, it takes building wealth. Okay, you have to keep on building it. Okay, because you can make 200 grand a year but if your expenses are fucking like 150 grand well you're only worth with 50 grand so how much money are you really making versus you can make 50 grand but you know invest a certain percentage of that and you know in a couple years you know you have a basket of money so your main goal should be to really become financially free 
And also when it comes to school, I understand that they're your professors, but don't take everything that they say as fact. You know, just because someone is teaching about business doesn't necessarily mean that they know about business. If you're gonna listen to anyone about business, listen to people who have started their own business. Listen to people who are already on the journey because they can give you more insight and more advice that is going to help you than a college professor can. Um, let's get into some of the lies that school and society tells us because this right here is, you know, like the main midi gritty of the podcast, you know. So let's start with lie number one. You will never be successful starting your own business and side hustle. How many of you guys have been told this by a teacher or a professor or by just someone that you know? And I'm here to tell you that that isn't factual. Like you can run a successful business and you can, you know, make a lot of revenue from that. But you have to understand that it will take time to build up. But once you get that momentum going, nothing can stop you. Like you guys have to have that fucking mindset that, hey, nothing is going to stop me. I'm going to fucking run through a fucking brick wall. You know what I mean? Like, don't slow down, you know, just because there are things in your way. You have to go right through them. You know, if you really have that momentum and whatever you're going and you're truly working hard and get, and putting in that effort, you are going to go places. However, you also have to realize this is a double-edged sword. You know, most businesses and new startups fail. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics, I looked these stats up, and they said that 20% of businesses fail in their first year. By the second year, it's up to 30%. By the fifth year, it's nearly 50%. And by the end of the decade, only 30% of businesses will remain. So that's a 70% failure rate. However, you have to realize that some of those pitfalls as to why you know, a business fails can actually be avoided. Number one is that you need to have a stable income in order to fund your business. Now, even though I spent all this time talking about college and everything and how I think it's bullshit, I do understand the reality of a lot of um, people's situations. Most of us are not born into wealth. Okay, we don't have rich parents that can just fund our ideas. Okay, like Jeff Bezos and, and his parents, you know. He likes to talk about how he's a self-made, you know, uh, billionaire. It's like, no, you're not, motherfucker. Like, your parents fucking wrote you a check for 250 grand when you were hella young. You used that to invest in Amazon, and they provided the stepping stool for you to have what you have. So, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have rich parents, you know. Fuck, man. I'm I'm a, wor- I'm a working class man. You know, but you have to understand that, you know, getting a trade or getting a degree or even just a stable job can provide you with that, you know, stable income that you really need to like pay your operating expense to taxes because everything has a cost. All of these social media gurus will tell you, hey, you can start your business for, you know, little to nothing and no startup costs and this and that for zero dollars. But, you know, things start getting really complicated. OK, once, you know, you start getting your LLC, 
you have to pay taxes. Okay, you know, let's say, you know, like you have a certain type of software that costs, you know, let's say like, you know, $150 per month, you know, to, to, to be subscribed to. You need to have money to cover that. You know, let's say that, you know, uh, you need to get your materials every single month and your materials are going to cost you $1,000 per month. You need to have money in order to be able to cover that. You know, so that's what a lot of people need to understand. Even though school really do be on some bullshit, it really can provide you with that stable income that you can use to then fund your own business. Um, also, you know, in order, you know, to actually run a business and be successful, you have to have fucking brains and effort. And I say that as being fucking stupid, okay? Because, look, I, I'm I'm going to be honest, okay? I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> no, like, 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 like I am. Like, like, I, like, I am, like, I know that about myself. Like, like, I am kind of, you know, stupid, you know? And for those of you guys that don't know, I actually have, you know, dyslexia. So, basically what that means is I have problems remembering shit sometimes, you know? And I think that's why high school was kind of diff- was kind of difficult for me. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I'd be in class, I'd be looking at the board, and everybody else would get it. And I would always be like that one kid up in the class who would always be like, I don't fucking get this shit. Well, why the fuck am I here? But I am here to tell you guys that if I can overcome that, and if I can have some level of brains, because me, my whole thing is effort. I'm not going to be outworked by anybody. Like... If you're coming from my neck, you know, you better be coming with like a pretty sharp sword because, you know, if not, I'm going to fucking kick your ass, you know? So even though I really am not like, you know, the smartest person in the room, I definitely always try to be like the most hardworking. And so what does that mean? You know, every night I'm up for like an extra hour to two hours, you know, studying business, reading, you know, thinking about okay, my business model and and what I'm going to do, writing down ideas. If you're not doing basic shit like that, I really doubt that you're going to be successful because you have to make sacrifices, okay? You can't just be up in your bed, you know, busting gowns and nut all day, you know what I mean? Trying to get at people who don't even fucking like you and playing 2K all day and scrolling on social media. If you do that, Every single day, you will never be successful. So you have to learn to block out some of those distractions, you know, and also in today's world, you know, you have to realize like going back to the effort thing, there's competition everywhere you look. So you may have a dream, but some someone somewhere else in some far distant land has the same dream as you. So the question is, what the fuck you going to do about it? Like, honestly, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? And, and, and it goes back to what I said. Are you going to be on social media playing 2K all day? Or are you going to dedicate an extra hour or two to reach your goal? Because can't nobody do it but you. You got to be the one putting in the work. You got to be the one grinding. 
ain't nobody gonna just give you shit. That, that's the thing about our generation. Everybody wants something given to them for free. Nobody wants to fucking put in the work no more. And they wonder why they're in the same position that they were a couple years ago. My nigga, because you're not putting in the work. You got to put in the work. You got to stand in. You got to stand out from the competition. You know, when it comes to business, when it comes to your dream, you got to be a harder worker than everybody else. You know, you got to be a little bit smarter than everybody else. And even if you're not, you know what I mean? You still got to work hard because that way you're going to have a better chance against the competition. Shit, let me calm down. I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> um, number two, you have to know your market. So basically, I'm in marketing, right? So my main thing that I want to do is I want to create a marketing agency. Right, where basically I help individuals, business, social media pages grow, you know, their engagement, grow their sales using, you know, digital marketing, which is basically, in a nutshell, online advertising. So when I was really first starting out, I said, hey, I want to market to everybody who has a business, everybody who has a social media page. I, I, I just want to be a, you know, jack of all trades. The problem was, is that I didn't have a niche. The problem was, is that I wasn't becoming good at one thing. And being specialized in a specific area will get you better results because you can focus your efforts on people who actually need your help versus focusing your efforts on people who could care less about what you got going on. So if you have a business, ask yourself, who are you trying to help? Who are you trying to reach? Okay, and, you know, you also have to be in a constant state of learning because most business owners and most people who run business, sometimes they have a certain way of doing things and they're not open to change. But you have to realize that the world is changing and also the way that we do business is changing. So always be in a constant state of learning. And understand that it will be a slow grind. Like, don't expect to get rich in the next 90 days, like how they say on social media. And, you know, sometimes it is hard. Sometimes you go through months without seeing any results. But it's always, you know, the darkest before you get to the light at the end of the tunnel. That was hella corny, but you get what I'm trying to say, okay? Just don't give up, right? Like, before you get other people to believe in you you have to believe in yourself okay um last topic on business right go after the low-hanging fruit first right so when you have a business right um figure out you know who are the people who would be willing to buy or use my service first because those are the people who you can oftentimes reach first and you have to observe their actions. Okay. Like observe, how do they interact with the product? What do they mostly use it for? Are they likely to be, you know, return customers, figure out those things. And that's going to make your business, your product or your service better. You know, um, another thing, um, school will often tell you last part on this last, last thing. School will often try and tell you that 
your idea is crazy, but it's always the quote unquote crazy ideas that end up changing the world. You know, they thought Facebook was crazy. They thought Instagram was crazy. They thought Uber was crazy. They thought Amazon was crazy. They thought Apple was crazy. Okay, so you get what I'm saying? Sometimes, yes, be a little bit crazy and shape the world. Next topic. Now, I know I said that it is important to get a stable job, to fund your idea, you know, but I feel like a lot of schools will tell you to get a job just cause, but you have to understand that if you're just, if you're just working at a job and just doing nothing else with the money that you're getting, that's not going to lead you to financial freedom. When you work, basically, what are you doing? You are trading time for money. And, you know, if you if you are just going to just, you know, just work and do nothing else, you have to realize that unless you are a lawyer or unless you are a doctor or unless you are, you know, someone in like like these these really high paying fields, you have to understand that, you know, you are going to be working for a long amount of time because for most of us. When we start out for, you know, the greater part of our lives, I know y'all don't want to hear this, but we are probably going to be making anywhere from 50 to 70K because we, we just getting started out there. And there's also a lot of people out there who do make that 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 um, that pay range. So you have to understand that, you know, when you're not making a ton of income, you can't just simply just work and expect to lead and expect that to lead you towards financial freedom. Okay. You have to do something. And what's the point of having money if you can't enjoy the freedom that it provides? Now, the great news is, is that you can speed up the process a little bit more. So what you can do is you can, you know, invest a percentage of your income into real estate, into stocks, or something like, you know, an index fund that's going to get you compound interest. And like anything... It's going to take a couple years for you to really see some gains, but after like 10, 20 years, you can grow that portfolio to, you know, six figures and that can be your stepping stone. You know, you, you can, you can get started in real estate, save your money, right? For a couple years, buy your first rental property. Boom. You're getting about two grand a month. You know, you could take that money then right there and invest it into something else or just let the money sit and let the property appreciate you know with with the index funds you know you 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 can invest money into an index fund that mirrors the S&P 500 the S&P 500 over the last 90 years has returned an average of 10% so you invest you know a a portion of your income into that you know and, and and after you know 10 20 years you don't have to, you know, um, you, you don't have to worry about, hey, you know, where's my money? Because you've been investing for a while. Whereas the alternative is you just work and work and work until you're old as hell. Okay. And you don't do anything like you have to do things with your money and invest them into assets that appreciate rather than depreciate, you know, um, society also, they tell us that you're not shit if you don't have certain material things. 
like a big house or a big car or the flyest clothes. But understand, this is a poor person mindset. Like, you know, think about it. I'm not talking about the social media gurus. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, the people who are fake flexors. I'm talking about the people who are really rich and financially free. Most of them don't have to flex their wealth. I mean, they might have a nice car and a few nice clothes, but they don't really be flexing their wealth like that because in the back of their mind, they know that they got it. Like, look, I don't go out here and buy, you know, the latest pair of Jordans, the latest pair of Yeezys, whatever shoe that is dropping. Okay, I have a few pairs of Jordans and Yeezys, but look, I can go into Walmart right right now, get me a $10 pair of bootcut jeans, a flannel, a t-shirt, and maybe some $50 boots from Boot Barn, and I'm going to look good and feel good. Okay, and that outfit is going to cost me less than, you know, the average pair of Jordans, all for cheap too. So a lot of people, our generation, what do we do? We spend our money on stupid shit. Why? So we can buy things with money that we don't have to impress people who don't even like us. See, the goal is to be rich, okay, instead of look rich. So stop spending money to impress people. Like our generation is just giving into flex culture and it's sad to see, you know, stop trying to keep up with the Joneses, okay, and and sacrifice that, you know, and put in, you know, some hard work now. So in the future, you can live a life of abundance, you know, lastly, another thing that school will often tell us to do and society will tell us to do is just save your money. And I kind of covered this before, but let me tell you why that isn't exactly true. Now, I will say, is it important for you to have an emergency fund? Yeah, because you don't know what can happen, especially when most Americans don't have a thousand dollars, you know, in their savings to cover an unexpected bill. It's very, very, very important for you to have an emergency fund. But when your money is in a savings account, like at a bank, it's slowly losing value. Like like the money that I have in JP Morgan Chase in my savings account, it is slowly losing value. Why? Because it is appreciating, you know, less than 3%. And 3% is the average rate of inflation. So I am slowly losing money. The more time that goes on, the less my money is going to be worth. So what you should do, and this is what I've been doing too, is don't miss out on investing. You know, if you are going to save, you know, take action steps. Don't just save just to save. Save for a particular goal. Save because you want to buy something or invest in something that is going to appreciate instead of depreciate, you know, and also when you're saving money, a lot of people just want to put their full check into their savings account. Don't do that. Do an amount that, you know, you can be comfortable without having and that doesn't leave you hurting. So, you know, just save a comfortable amount. And once you have enough money to go ahead and fund that business or fund that idea of yours, or invest in real estate or buy you some stocks or buy you some cryptocurrency, like whatever it is you're going to do, 
go ahead and do that. Don't just leave your money in the bank because you are slowly going to leave money. Having an emergency fund is cool, but you need to be investing. And lastly, but not least, last thing I'm going to say on this. When it comes to money, you have to understand that You know, a lot of people will say, you know, money is the root of all evil. I kind of have mixed feelings about that. I think that it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. Because you can have a ton of money and still be really humble and, you know, still be really down to earth. You know, you can be, you know, poor. And be like the shittiest person on earth. So when you're on this journey of financial freedom, understand that if you're in it for the wrong reasons, it will eat you up alive. So that is it for the first episode of the journey. I actually finished um a little early than what I thought I was going to finish. This podcast is a bit shorter than what I originally thought. But on next week's episode, we're going to be talking more about school in depth and why exactly they don't teach you the skills that you need in order to get ahead. And I just also just want to leave you guys on this note, you know, In order to do dope shit, you have to change your mindset. And with that, that is the journey. Everybody, stay safe. Wear your mask. Get your vaccine. If you hadn't gotten it, be blessed. Have a good day.